Hello everyone and welcome to another horrific review. Uh, tonight I'm going to be talking about Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, directed by Frank D. Felita. This movie tells a tale of a small southern town where four vigilantes wrongfully execute a mentally challenged man. But after the court sets him free, mysterious accidents begin to kill him off one by one. Well, <clears throat> this is a strange one, I have to say. Uh, I wasn't too sure what I was watching here. Hang on, throw a page back up. Because I've got to get me actors. <laughs> this, uh, God, I just popped it up randomly. Uh, I need a better subscription service because I cancelled Shutter because just uh, not much there. And unfortunately, in the UK, there's not much of a choice. It's really dire over here for horror fans, honestly. So I'm kind of, unless I want to buy premium stuff all the time, which costs absolutely blinking fortune. Um, yeah, I'm kind of looking for what's about. Uh, before we begin, though, if you do have recommendations, yeah, drop them in the chat if I haven't covered them already. Uh, it'd be good to do because honestly, sometimes I just feel like, uh, what am I doing? But anyway, this was uh, this was made for TV, so I'll give it that. It was made for TV, so it's not like a uh, attempt at a cinema release made in 1981. And wow, the the pace in this is ridiculously slow. This movie could have been a half an hour shorter easily. And if you look at the the artwork, the title, you're expecting a slasher. That's not what you get here. What we've got here is the school of overacting. Just uh, everyone's trying to outdo each other <laughs> in the overacting department, and the dramatization is just off the wall so our main characters you've got otis skeeter uh philby harless they're sort of the four main antagonists we'll start off we've got uh bubba redder he's mentally challenged he's basically an adult child you know just uh sees the world through the the eyes of a child and he's got a wee friend called mary lee and they're just you know, uh, frolicking, you know, just that was the best word of it. You've even got the frolicking music, you know, they're just in, in the field hanging about. Nah, nothing there. The creepy character in this is Otis. Like, the, uh, there's a good cast in this actually because you have Larry Drake, if you remember him from uh, Darkman series and Dr. Giggles and quite a few others, you know, he's. He's well known. He actually gives the best performance in this. It's the most subdued one, and it's the shortest performance because <laughs> I don't know. Man. Uh, Charles Durning, and you've got uh, Leon Smith in this. If you remember Leon Smith from like the V, the series part two, where it became V Dynasty or something weird, he played the uh, Cal's father. You know. I know he's done art. That's the only role I really remember him from because I remember him just destroying that franchise in the second series. You're like, what the hell's going on? Uh, Claude Earl Jones, he's quite well known as well. Anyway, there's a there's actually a decent cast of actors in this. And on their own, I suppose they do a decent job, but put them all together and you just have this weird overacting thing going on. I think they're all just trying to outdo each other. Or it might be an ego thing or just direction. I don't know, but it's really dark. But you've got Otis. He's the mailman. And we start seeing him looking through 
binoculars uh where my old man needs to take binoculars with him where he goes and he's watching these two just you know making daisy chains and she's leading him around by the hand sort of thing and he's like and then he as he's driving around and his wee four by four uh actually i looked like a decent enough wee wagon for getting around the place then he made over and goes, oh, he's with her again, he's doing this, it's disgraceful, you know, blah, 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 something will happen. And you're just like, you instantly know where this is going. I know the plot tells you, but usually the people to project are the ones you have to watch, as we've seen. And this can easily be the day, you know, they're using the, sorry, excuse me, every time I go live, I either need to burp, sneeze, or something that's really tragic but yeah people that project you you know that they're not the nicest and the ones that preach the virtue the most they're the ones you need to watch you know and this is played out over the times it's going through the lens of a small town like rural hick type people but we see it today as well you know it's across the board it's human nature look at this strange scene so the only way I can describe it is Mary Lee's, they're heading back, I suppose, to her home and they stop by and they see another, a garden with a fence. Oh, hey Chris, how are you, man? Good to see you. Um, and you know it's, you know it's getting set up. She goes in, he says no, get in trouble. And then there's just huge dog and woof woof. And the, oh, the camera pans in this are painful. God, I mean, you know, dun, dun, dun. They're doing all that kind of stuff. Like, this is really watered down. It's, there, nothing happens. Everything happens off screen. It's all, like, safe. So to do that, they're using all the drama music and the camera pans. And it just goes on forever. I mean, you don't even get jump scares in this. It's just so slow. The pace is so slow. And it's so safe and so sanitized and overacted at the same time that it's it's kind of ridiculous. And now I think I think I have seen this before. I think it's one of the movies that appeared on TV. Like sometimes you just sort of watched and forgot about it. Yeah, in fact, it's one of the ones you forget about while you're watching because we'll have a scene with the dog. The dog basically attacks Mary Lee. Bubba smashes through the fence, but it's all done. Like I said, this camera panels will see nothing that's happening. It's like we may as well have all been in separate studio sets the way it is set up. But then we see Bubba arrives at Mary Lee's family's and he's got her in his arms and <sighs> this is where it really weirdly escalates. Because next thing you know, it's good over the radios, they're they're ham radios. Sheriff's looking for volunteers because Bubba ran off, but he's not going to go far, you know. But I mean, they're about to start getting volunteers, but then these four are like, yes, here's our chance. And Otis is like, yeah, right, I told you, I told you it would happen, told you, you know. And it basically it's just hatred, he just wants an excuse, and that, this is him getting his excuse to let them off, <clears throat> let him off the leash, so to speak, and the four of them go start chasing up around uh, Bubba's house, and no, your usual hillbilly chase. I've got guns and dogs and 
running about and um what was it his mother told her to play told him to play the hiding game so this is uh he's in the scarecrow suit in the middle of the field then they just shoot him down you know that's it just shoot him down no reason and then their idea to save themselves now it's funny because it starts off he's he's on the scarecrow thing and he's all tied up but they think by placing a pitchfork afterwards that that is enough to say that he attacked him it makes no sense and then we kind of have a bit of a fallout it goes to the the court scene where these four are getting tried for murder well they say that's a try i don't know what the hell that was i really don't um there's a lot of shouting and overacting like i said the overacting department's been in play here for this movie and the their da is like as the script and the the judge is like saying to the da can i'll hold you in contempt and you know all this weird language and grandstand to do and then they, they have otis on the stand and then the judge calls the two lords and he just said you know what i mean this is done at no pitch whatsoever this is all like you may as well just shout, look, I want this resolved quietly. They're banned in the community, blah, blah, blah. And then I don't think about the trial. I think that's what it was. They This was, I think, the first part to decide whether there is a case. It's all very strange anyway. But it gets thrown out. They don't get convicted of anything. And then they're talking about, oh, we could get them. We'll have to be careful. Yeah, they'll have to be careful because I don't know. I thought I don't think we get tried for the same crime twice. So I don't know what happened. The, the court scene makes no sense. And I'm not even a lawyer or anything, but I'm just you know, even watching procedurals or anything. What happened there? Just yeah. It's like the oh the plot needs to happen let's do it and you're like okay this thing has more than enough time to explain things or even go through the procedure but it doesn't it's for such a slow pace movie <laughs> there's not a lot of detail in it it's it's a strange one but anyway they get off the mother bubba's mother's like you're a disgrace blah 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 words and then they make a weird joke about oh something about fried chicken and then it cuts to them later on the night still laughing about it i'm like that wasn't actually funny <sighs> i suppose you had to be there i guess but whatever um otis does not take his mailman uniform off the entire movie i mean we have scenes with him and his where he lives at some strange guest house He's wearing his uniform, he's at night time, he's wearing his uniform, he goes to the bar, he's in his uniform, he, he just walks about, he's in his uniform. That was very odd. And he drives about in the mail van. I thought there was rules about that, that it had to be locked up in the mail, just didn't sit in the back all day, all night. I know it's a small town, but still, uh, you'd think there'd be some rules in place. Very, very strange movie. But yeah, I think it's uh, Harless. He's the first to go. Uh, and he, it's not a wood chipper. It's a grain feeder thing, you know. Uh, 
like part of a, a like a combine harvester piece, but it looks like a wee chipper, but it's not. It's a different. But it's the same mechanism anyway. This whole convoluted scene happens. He ends up in the barn. He ends up climbing up. He ends up falling. The thing gets switched on. He ends up falling down. And once again, it's all done off camera. All takes ages. All camera, you know, switch, 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 <laughs> and uh yeah, stuff like that happens. And this happened about. I'm struggling to review this. That's such a strange movie. But yeah, that's him. We don't see Bubba again yet. The whole. Like, I thought it was going to be a slash. I thought it was Bubba coming back as a scarecrow and he's going to take them all out. But instead, we get this weird scene. And then, um, who's next? Well, the skater. I can remember. He, he's in there. Like, basically, what happens each each of the four of them starts getting taken out. This is going to be a really short review because, honestly, um, this is the sort of movie that you just put on the background. You go, huh, okay, that's a movie. It's not what you like spend any time on except me when I'm trying to review it on YouTube and feeling miserably the other one gets taken out by something I can't even remember now and then Otis starts going nuts and he goes around to Bubba's mother and then I sent that daddy's watching Mary Lee about too closely and may potentially be a BBC employee uh, that comes out and then he's overacting his way through this entire movie. Oh, God. Philby gets taken care of in a grain silo. And you just, you know when you see it coming a mile off, it's like, okay, right, that's what's happening. Who else is there? No, Otis takes care of Skater. That's what no, yeah, Philby's next. He gets uh, dunked in the grain silo buried and then they decide they're going to dig up uh Bubba's body and you don't even see the body like they do all this stuff they go through the trouble of digging up the grave they go to the trouble of getting the coffin open it and then even looking in to see the body it's done off camera now he could have been sitting there dressed up in a suit just lying there because when they shot him they shot him in the body anyway so it wasn't like he was disfigured so could have just had him, you know, uh, Larry Drake, just right, stick a suit on, lie in there, scene, done. And then Otis bops Skate in the head and buries him because it's just ridiculous. Like, the ju- the judges on their side, they're making it clear, yeah, you're not getting convicted because we, we don't like that fella anyway because he's strange. The DA, oh, yeah. Otis goes round to Bubba's mother and gives her a heart attack. Like, actually gives her a heart attack by scaring her. And then he blows up the house. And the DA's turning up at all these crime scenes. It's very weird. I didn't think DA's did that. I thought the DA only came involved if somebody brought it to court. I don't know. Uh, must be the American system. <laughs> Do strange things. But yeah, he, he's going around the place, but actually not doing anything. And nobody's narrowing it down. It just sort of happens. And then Otis goes after Mary Lee. He goes to the school or something. There's some sort of party happening. Then scares her. 
She tells him she knows. Then he decides to get after her again. <sighs> Stuff happens. Like this thing's an hour and 40 minutes long. And nothing happens. <sighs> it's um it's a strange movie. He's driving along, like in the mail van, in his mailman's uniform, drinking. And you're seeing the camera, you know, doing the wavy thing, and then she appears in the road, and he chases after her, and then, yeah, the what is it, JCB thing comes on, chases him. We don't see anybody, so it's supposed to be a ghost. Then he meets the scarecrow and runs into the pitchfork, and the scarecrow's just there, and you're just like, what the hell is this? Then, then we get the end scene where Mary Lee's in the field and Bubba, as we think it's Bubba as a scarecrow, turns up and offers her a flower and then she's like, I know a game we'll play next. And uh, This was an odd one. This really was. I'm struggling to review this movie because it's just... It's an hour and 40 minutes long of nothing happening and a load of overacting when there's absolutely no need for overacting and... No actual, I know it's only rated 15, but God's sake, um, this is an 80s movie. Like, we've seen stuff, worse stuff on like 12 rated stuff. Back 12 wasn't even rated back then. Uh, but we've seen, you know, I don't know what the over dramatizations about, what the constant pan on the camera, the mega scary thing, but there's nothing there. Yeah. I think just because it's a TV network. Like, the Hammer Horror stuff's better. <laughs> like, honestly, and that was shown on mainstream TV. <sighs> there, there's nothing to this. <sighs> I suspect the, the laundry machine was going making this movie. Because, honestly, they've, they've got a... They've got reasonably well-known names for the time in the cast. Like, there's three, there's three big hitters in this. And they're not utilized at all. There's no real direction. It's like everyone's doing ad lib or something. Just can you overact this scene for me, please? Okay, and they just overact the scene. It's uh, makes you scratch your head. And there's no real satisfaction at the end of it. And we don't get for what the the title and the the poster and all promises this is this should have been done for false advertising because it's not that at all it's just a milk toast generic ghost story with no real payoff there you go i think this might be my shortest review ever i'm I'm just struggling here to say words and i'm like nah it's yeah if you're gonna watch this just stick it on the background do stuff around the house. Don't uh, don't worry about it. You can you can leave it for ten minutes and come back, and nothing will have changed. There's four deaths. That's it, and there's no explanation or mystery solving or anything, and it just meanders along. So after each death, you can take it. Go and make yourself a cup of tea or coffee. You know, take go take a break. Don't pause it. Just let it play, and guarantee by the time you come back, nothing will have happened. And you'll still have time to sit down and get ready for the next dramatic moment, which isn't dramatic at all. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I am going to knock this one in the head here because I'm just waffling now. And uh, 
it wasn't bad. It was worse than bad. It was bland. Yeah, it was a bland movie. Didn't really go anywhere. And honestly, unless it just happens to be on while you're watching it, uh, yeah, don't bother. <laughs> that's that's my thing on it. Right, well, there you go. <laughs> hope you enjoyed that. Hope hope you've had more fun than I did uh, reviewing this because uh, uh, this is a uh, yeah. I want I want my hour and forty minutes back. There you go, folks. I'll see what we're doing tomorrow. Like I said, I've not been scheduled for this weekend, so I'm I'm just doing things off the cuff. So uh, I'll think of something, hopefully a bit more fun to do for tomorrow. But until then, keep up with the channel, do the typing clicky things. And until next time, keep it creepy, keep it horrific. <laughs>